Slava Isus Christus, Slava Navike, Glory be to Jesus Christ, Glory be forever. This is Father Basil again, reading from this book, Life for Life, Part 3 of the Mystery Lived, from God With Us Publications. And what I'm going to read about today is Living in the Community of Saints. In this stage, Everything is seen as a matter of communion. While at an earlier stage we may emphasize receiving communion frequently, at this stage communion with God becomes more continuous. The reality of the Eucharist inspires our whole life, and we live continuously in communion with God. St. Paul makes an interesting comment about the Eucharist in his first epistle to the Corinthians, and it includes an insight that is often overlooked. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the death of the Lord until he comes. Therefore, whoever eats the bread and drinks the cup of the Lord unworthily will have to answer for the body and blood of the Lord. A person should examine himself and so eat the bread and drink the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body eats and drinks judgment on himself. That is why many among you are ill and infirm and a considerable number are dying. If we discerned ourselves, we would not be under judgment. But since we are judged by the Lord, we are being disciplined so that we may not be condemned among the world. Therefore, my brothers, when you come together to eat, wait for one another. If anyone is hungry, he should eat at home, so that your meetings may not result in judgment. The other matters I will set in order when I come. All too often, we assume that anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body refers to the awareness of the real presence of the Lord and His holy gifts. However, the implication is that the recipient must be aware of the body of Christ, the communion which is the community. Not to be aware of this, the reality of a communion lived out as part of one another is disastrous, according to Paul. Communion of the Holy Gifts must lead to an active communion with others, a concern and service for others. Diakonia, loving ministry and service to others, is an essential sign that the communion is working, effective. It both flows from true communion and in turn strengthens and builds it. Its absence points to an absence of authentic communion of any type. In the words of 1 John 4.20, if anyone says, I love God, but hates his brother, he is a liar. For whoever does not love a brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. True spiritual maturity brings us to serve as Christ served, becoming true servants. The object of our service is the whole of creation, which Christ came to save, transfigure, and unite to his Father. The world is not outside our realm or concern as Christians. We are not saved from the world, but through and in it. We have an authentic mission to the whole world, to call it to be transformed by Christ through power of spirit, to call it to become the sacrament it was created to be, and to call all in it to transfer transfiguring communion. If this is to happen, however, it will not be because we followed a strategy, but because the love of God overflows from his, our hearts. 
in the words of the saying attributed to St. Seraphim of Sedev, acquire the Holy Spirit and all around you will be saved. The mark of authentication of spiritual maturity then is growth in compassion, the presence and activity of the God love within us. Without this, there has been no genuine growth. The love will transform up the personality, but not change it in something alien. Some people will become more ascetic, silent and introspective. Others will become more active, outgoing and involved. While at an earlier stage, a person may volunteer in a social ministry on Tuesday afternoons. At this stage, the believer's commitment to others will be less planned, but more natural. Hospitality will be more a way of life than one of the things we do for God. In each case, this growth in love is a freeing and perfecting of the unique image of God as existing already in that person. In whatever way it occurs, it will draw the person into a more loving communion with God others in the whole creation. This awareness of communion becomes incarnated in a mature Christian life. If we are becoming transfigured in Christ through the Spirit, then his concerns must become ours. Christ presented himself as a servant who was to announce, bring about and facilitate communion with the Father and with one another. He envisions that this will be the rule of life for those who follow him. The depth of a person's life in Christ is often indicated by the kind of compassion that person has for all mankind. Someone with a mature spiritual life feels not only for the material and emotional needs of others, but also for their spiritual warfare, welfare. Those who do not know God or who resist Him are of special concern for the Christian who has arrived at the stage. He may pray more for them than for himself, asking God to lead them to repentance or to remember them in death. O gentle light, redeemer of the world, who embrace the whole world with your love, behold your cry from the cross, for your enemies is heard. Father, forgive them, and in the name of your all forgiveness, we dare to pray to our Heavenly Father for the eternal repose of your enemies and ours. O Lord, forgive those who have shed innocent blood, those who have sown our path of life with sorrows, those who have built their success in the tears of their near and dear ones. O Lord, do not condemn those who persecute us with slander and malice. Repay with mercy those whom we have wronged or offended through ignorance, and let our prayer for them be holy through the mystery of communion. O Lord of unutterable love, remember your servants who have fallen asleep. So, what is the mark of authentic maturity, growth and compassion, presence and activity of God's love within us, that we can Show that love to one another in this world. God bless you. Have a good day.